presented by Emergent. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Roguman of Volin. It's Thursday. Today's show, so much for an omnibus victory lap. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Just after 10 p.m. last night, the House passed a $1.5 trillion omnibus bill. It's the first step toward averting a government shutdown and enacting Democratic spending priorities after more than 400 days operating under Trump-era budgets extended via continuing resolutions. But the party's joy of the occasion was short-lived, as infighting quickly gobbled up the headlines and forced a day-long delay of the bill's consideration. Quick recap. More than a dozen House Democrats from across the ideological spectrum balked at proposed offsets for nearly $16 billion in COVID-19 relief funds included in the bill. Why? Because the funds would have come out of their state's pandemic money. They insisted they had been blindsided and threatened to essentially sink the legislation. That forced Speaker Nancy Pelosi to yank the bill's pandemic money out entirely, despite the fact it was a top priority from the White House. But that wasn't all. Pelosi's frustration with the situation was palpable. In her press conference Wednesday, she said, Let's grow up about this, okay? We're in a legislative process. We have a deadline uh, for keeping government open. We have a lively negotiation. It has to be bipartisan. We want it to be bipartisan, but in the Senate, you need 60 votes. And as Politico Sarah Ferris, Nicholas Wu, and Catherine Tully McManus write this morning, the issue has set the Democrats' retreat off to a rocky start at a time when they should be unifying before a difficult midterm. On the pandemic funding front, Democratic leaders have decided to cut bait and move on, channeling their energy into passing the larger funding deal this week and trying to come up with a plan for pandemic relief on the back end. We don't expect a last-ditch effort to find another pay-for to cover the pandemic relief, at least not right now. In the Senate, the lack of pandemic money might actually garner a few more votes for the omnibus, making it easier to pass. Republicans, after all, were never big fans of the add-on, so in theory, it could pick up more GOP support. In the White House, however, they're still concerned about how they'll prepare for the next surge of the pandemic without the cash. Per our colleagues Adam Kankren and Sarah Overmull, the administration, quote, initially planned to purchase another round of COVID vaccines to cover the possibility that Americans will need another booster shot, as well as buying more monoclonal antibody treatments and investing in new and existing antiviral pills that could help blunt another surge. On Wednesday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki made clear that the White House is worried. Funds are needed in March to secure additional supply in July. You have to order them ahead so that you have them when they're needed when you run out of stock. By September, we anticipate our supply of oral antivirals will run out if additional pills are not purchased now. We'll see if they ever get the money. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 10 a.m., Biden will hold a call with Turkish President Erdogan to discuss the Russia-Ukraine war. At 7.15, Biden will deliver remarks to DNC members at their winter meeting at the Washington Hilton. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. At 7.45, Harris will participate in a roundtable with people displaced from Ukraine. At 10 a.m., Harris will meet with staff from the U.S. embassies in Kyiv and Warsaw at the American School of Warsaw. At 11.50, Harris will participate in a bilateral meeting with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Press Secretary Jensaki will brief at 12.45. The Senate will meet at 10 a.m. The House is out. One last thing before we get out of here, the Consumer Price Index, a key report indicating inflation in the U.S., will be released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics at 8.30 a.m. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. 
Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Manavalan. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Emerging threats never stop, and neither does Emergent. As a leader in bringing light-protecting products to market, Emergent helps protect people from things we hope will never happen. So we are prepared just in case they ever do. For more than two decades, they've developed, manufactured, and delivered protections against critical health threats, from fighting cholera and smallpox to counteracting opioid overdoses. Go deeper at www.emergentbiosolutions.com.